This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to the Pixel People Podcast, where we go beyond the quest lines to discover the backstories and motivations of our favorite video game NPCs to better understand them and ourselves. I'm Amelia, also known as Firewriter, and each episode I'm chatting with a special guest about a character they find particularly interesting. Since we're taking a close look at how these characters impact the story, please be aware that spoilers are likely. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hey, so before we dive in, I just wanted to share with you real quick that I now have a Patreon. I have no plans to include corporate advertising on the show, so if you'd like to support what I'm doing here, I hope you'll check it out. I've got some great rewards at every level, including, for Tier 2 and Tier 3 subscribers, an invitation to record and send me your thoughts about a character I've covered on the show to be included in a future episode. Check it out at patreon.com slash firewriter, and you can find the link in the show notes. Thanks so much for being a listener. On with the show. Welcome to Pixel People. Today's guest is an Undertale expert who guided me through my pacifist playthrough, although I failed him by not being ultimately able to defeat the final boss. He's also the resident hell of a boss superfan on my Discord. So if you ever want to talk either of those two topics, I urge you to come by and say hi. Saber, welcome to the show. Hello. I'm glad to be here. Hello. Glad to have you here. I know we've been looking forward to this one for a while. Yes. <laughs> As I slowly work my way through the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely and worth thank the, goodness for you. Definitely worth the play. Absolutely. This this one this was a really surprising game to me. I went into it with my my I don't know what my expectations were. I didn't I, I literally had no idea what to expect. I knew that for the people who knew the game, um, they absolutely loved it. I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say they didn't like it. Um, I also knew that uh, it was really hard and that it was pretty much completely unlike anything I'd ever played. And all of those things turned out to be true. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was still, it was such a different uh, experience, um, but a really special one. I, I, so... With that in mind, uh, why don't you tell us, tell everyone who we're talking about here today. Well, today I'm bringing Sans, uh, our lovable skeleton who says puns a lot. Yes. Down to the bones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're, we're talking about Sans and uh, how he relates with depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the whole game is really an exploration of mental health. I would agree. Which was, yeah. And that was something that I didn't know going in. And there were so many moments when um, I felt either very seen or completely caught off guard and kind of disarmed. Mm -hmm. And there are multiple times during the stream where I just kind of had to sit with something that was said mm -hmm. or experienced. And there were tears a few times too, and something just hit particularly hard, you know, or um, just really 
clicked with, you know, things that are going on in my life. And yeah, that was also something that I didn't anticipate <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, uh, I was, I was, it was a pleasant surprise though. Um, I, I really love it when a game can, or, or really any media uh, can move me in that way and really make me think about things. And this game did so just in such a brilliant, unexpected way. So for anyone who has not played Undertale, uh, can you kind of give us a quick overview of uh, how Sans kind of fits into the overall storyline idea? Yes. And what role he plays? Yeah. So throughout your journey, um, right out the bat, like through the tutorial or the beginning area, you meet Sans. Sans is the first monster you meet out of that area. Um, and of course, the pranks and hijinks ensue. <laughs> um, but he follows you throughout your entire journey. Um, when you first meet him, you learn out that he's a sentry, and uh, but there's a little bit more to that, considering he shows up not just in that one spot. Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the journey, he's following you and, in a sense, judging you. Mm -hmm. um, until you get towards the very end and he hits you with one of the biggest reveals mm -hmm. that LV doesn't just stand for love. Love is also an acronym for level of violence. Yeah. And all those XP that you may or may not have gained throughout that journey are not XP, but execution points. Yeah, because up until then, anybody who's familiar with and with games in general are, is automatically going to assume that it means experience points. Yes. It, it took a very different turn on the, the genre in a whole, I would say. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Which was a pleasant surprise, uh, the JRPG that no one has to die. <laughs> yeah, because there's really, there's almost two completely different games in this game, depending on how you play it. Yes, uh, there is very different outcomes in that Judgment Hall, uh, mm -hmm. which that's the whole point of Undertale is it's your choice. You can kill anyone, you can spare anyone. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, it comes down to three, at least three outcomes in that scenario. Mm -hmm. Pacifist, uh, failed genocide, and genocide. Interesting that it's genocide and failed genocide rather than failed pacifist. I mean, you could take it either way. <laughs> yeah. Depending on outcomes. Uh, which has the mm, widest variety okay. when you go in the field. Gotcha. Yeah. So I went, I did a pacifist run, which means that I killed, I didn't kill any of the enemies I encountered throughout the entire game. Instead, I told them jokes <laughs> or gave them hugs or validated their egos or any number of other things. And, but that also means I didn't get any 
execution points, and I never went past level one. Exactly. Which made things exceptionally challenging as the game grew, yet or as I as I went further into the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, what, but the I'll, I'll go ahead. What I would like to put is instead of gaining love, you've gained love. Yeah. Yeah, and that was like a massive reveal when um, you know when we hit uh, Sands at the end there, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. That whole interaction with him was just mind blowing. I mean, I know you were there and you saw how I was reacting the whole time. Yeah, and that was one of the times when I cried. Um, and I can't remember some of the exact things he said to me, but, you know, as he was just talking about, you know, how, you know, you faced everything with love and you had all of this, uh, power and you made others love you in return and stuff like that. It was just like, whoa. <laughs> I think one of I was, you know. I think one of my favorite quotes he says to you, the player or the character you're playing as, uh, mm-hmm. is take care of yourself, kid, because someone really cares yeah. about you. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was, that was another one where it's just like, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sans. <laughs> I need you to hear that. <laughs> you know, and, and it was um, a lot of the stuff that he was saying, you know, it's possible that it could have hit home in a different way, depending on the things that were going on in my life. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the last several months have been interesting, <laughs> um, <laughs> to say the least, uh, with a lot of really big changes. And, you know, whenever you make a lot of really big changes in your life, there's going to be some people who support you. And some people who think you've lost your mind. Mm-hmm. And the things that he was saying about, you know, people caring and love and, you know, I wish I could remember all of his quotes word for word, but so many of them touched so strongly on what I needed to hear, you know, um, and those feelings of support and to be playing the game on Twitch with people I cared about in the chat who cared about me, it made, oh, and, and, and who, most of whom really supported me, um, it made for a really powerful experience. I agree. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I was going when I first played through Undertale. Um, I was very skeptical at first because mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about the genre, the game. I barely knew anything. Um, yeah. Uh, but when I played through it for the first time, which was in high school, uh, I was going through a really tough spot in my life. Uh, yeah. Where, which, which is ultimately why I feel so connected towards Sans as a character 
mm-hmm. um, is he like the full, going playing through the game helped me um come to terms with certain things, um, yeah. and oh goodness, it was right. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and it's interesting because it wasn't just Sans too. There, are, there were other moments in the game that one, one that really, really jumped out at me was um, I had arrived at this town. I can't remember what one, and there were like these little. It was like snail races or something like that. Yes. And you were. It, it told you to encourage your snail, you know, so that it would move forward and win the snail race. And, you know, typically when that happens in a game, you know, uh, you start spamming whatever that button is <laughs> to, to move your snail across the finish line or whatever. And so immediately I went into that mode and, you know, start smacking that button as hard as I can. And what happened was the snail kind of refused to move and it said you push the snail too hard and it just couldn't do it anymore and i was just like oh snail i, I feel oh that. my god <laughs> what have i done um, <laughs> you know was... i remember that one uh i spam yeah. so hard he caught on fire <laughs> yes yes that happened to me too <laughs> oh. <laughs> what have I done? It was, but it was just like it was such a perfect illustration of how I felt at so many points in my life. You know what I mean? Where you yes. just you feel that pressure to win, to succeed, and it's just—it's—it's it's not it's helping you. It's just weighing yeah. you down more than yeah. anything. Yep. Yeah, and um, I I played with that little race a few more times and I was like you know more gentle with the with the encouragement button but what I what I was kind of seeing as I played it a couple different times was um the snail was gonna do what the snail was gonna do absolutely <laughs> and I don't think there was actually a way to make that snail win you know yes which was something I kind of had to sit with too Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this the game just really it takes all of those um, really standard tropes and uh, play styles and just ideas of what is normal in a game and just completely flips all of them right on their head. Yes. Um. Toby Fox, the creator of Undertale, absolutely knew what he was doing when he made this game. Oh, he's a genius. Yes. He's an absolute genius. Um, I just, just everything about it is is flawless. Um, from the story to the characters to the illustrations, which are which are done in, you know, the style of what you might have seen on a Super NES, you know? Yeah. Um, but but occasionally, you'll see him step out of that particular medium mm-hmm. and do something completely unexpected that could never have been done on a Super NES. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. 
the the curveball sometimes. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, the music is its whole other thing. I mean... Absolutely. Uh, we, could, we could have an episode and just talk for an hour on the music. Oh, I would love to be a part of that one. Right? It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's... Yeah. Um, it's... In fact, uh, a game that's focused so heavily on uh, music, uh, Sans has possibly maybe one of the strongest moments uh, when mm-hmm. you're in the, the restaurant with him. Uh, yeah. And you you hear music through this entire game, and all of a sudden, it's dead silent. Yes. Yeah. And that's when that hits. That's one of the curveballs. It just hits different. Um, mm-hmm. he, he tells you, uh, he has a promise with an old lady behind a door before you came out to protect you. And if he did not make that promise, which he hates making them, mm-hmm. you'd be dead where you stand and his eye sockets disappear. Yeah. There's not even an audio tune for his voice in that sentence. Yeah. And he tries to pass it. He basically passes it off as a joke. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, after you've seen that video, you know is not mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the video that you're referring to, because I didn't, I, I did the pacifist run. I didn't do a yes. genocide run, so um, I did not see the Battle of Sands. Um, which has just absolutely astounding music, by the way. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> But watching, after having played a pacifist run, watching that video with Sans talking to you the whole time, mm-hmm. dodging your, dodging your attacks, and just talking about how ultimately kind of how betrayed he felt. Um. Man, that was that was really hard. Yeah, the- I I can't imagine having played the whole time and then gotten to that. And I mean, I would have been in tears. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as yeah. um as curiosity killed the cat. Let's leave. <laughs> yeah. That would yeah. definitely be the phrase for that. Um. Uh, after uh, doing genocide one time, I've um. Mm-hmm on my uh, Nintendo Switch, I've decided any other time I'm playing Undertale on any other device, I will get true pacifist, and then I delete the game. (laughs) I I know that seems weird, but, like, I feel like if I cut my connection off from this world, or Mm -hmm. this universe, um, they get to live their happy ending. I love that. You know, that's so funny because that's, that sounds so similar to how I often feel about characters where I just, I don't want to, I don't want to betray them. I don't want to hurt them. Yes, I know they're not real. Okay. Nobody needs to like, you know, call a specialist for me or anything like that. I, I know they're not real, but, <laughs> but a lot of times they feel very real and, I admire their traits and I care about their stories. Obviously, (laughs) I wouldn't be talking right now if if I didn't care about their stories. And when I have to do something that I know will hurt them, Mm -hmm. 
I feel terrible, and I just, I don't, I don't want them to see who did it, and I don't want them to know. Yeah. And if there's a way to hide from it, I will do that, which is, I don't know what it says about me, but other other than, I don't know, I, I empathize, you know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just playing through that battle would have been... Especially and with that music going the whole time, you know, yeah. and with him, with him, the ending's the saddest part of that. It was. Um, it was so sad. You, the last words he says is to his brother, who is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as I'm trying not to tear up at the moment, um. <laughs> <laughs> would not be the first time I cried my way yeah. to the episode. Let me tell you. <laughs> I can tell you for a fact, through that entire genocide playthrough, the hardest one to kill was Papyrus. Not because of how mm. difficult he was or anything. It's just, he believes in you. Even after yeah. all you've done, even after you, you're you killing him, he still mm. believes in you till the moment he's dead. Yeah. And Oh, Papyrus was lovely. Yes. He was so funny. I I got such a kick out of him. Oh my gosh, the date! <laughs> oh my god, I was cackling the entire time. It was just, it was so yes. funny. Um. <laughs> yes. Uh, the dates in the game. Uh, there's two of them, I believe. Uh, one's with Alfie's. Once you're in true pacifist <laughs> run. Which you, yeah. you have to be pacifist to get to. Um, and Papyrus. Oh my goodness. Papyrus. He's such a... He's a, he's a gem. I'm going to say it. He's a gem. <laughs> uh, he He's one of the, the things I feel like keeps Sans from doing things that mm. would possibly be on the darker side of the spectrum i guess yeah an anchor he's an anchor for sans um i would say the same thing with toriel mm yeah and toriel kind of was an anchor for everybody yeah it's like how can anybody harm goat mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's adorable oh my god <laughs> goat mom but here's the question, though. You said you go on a date with Alfie's. How can you go on a date with Alfie's when she's obviously smitten with Undyne? Uh, let's just say Undyne finds out. <laughs> and uh, there's dun, dun, dun. there is a question. <laughs> yeah, there is a question that I love, and the uh that Undyne says during that segment, and it's like, "Is anime real?" <laughs> yes, undone. Absolutely, it is completely real. I mean, you're already living it. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I will never tell her no in that situation. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there are just so many, so many little tiny moments in there that just it's like I wish I could remember them all, but there were just there were so many it's times the reason when why I the game just had it. me rolling. <laughs> Yeah, I have to play through it like once or twice a year because I'm like, was that real? <laughs> right. Oh, I know one. I know one that had me just. I I thought I was going to hurt myself laughing. The dog. Oh god, lesser dog. dog I believe. With... 
<laughs> Dog is glad to see you again. That was, that, I, that, have I to, love like, that scene. clip of that because I just, oh, I just couldn't even like function during that whole that, thing. that whole like five minute segment where you're just petting the dog, <laughs> and his giraffe neck goes into orbit and comes back down. It's beautiful. It goes around the other side. <laughs> dog is learning to read. <laughs> it was just so ludicrous and just. Yes. Perfect, and and the expression on the dog's face it was like, it was just just like the 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 simplest little pixel picture, but it said so much. Yes. <laughs> oh, I have so many I, fun. Memories. Oh god, I cannot remember the last time I laughed that hard at a game for that long too, because it was just like it just kept getting more ridiculous. It did. It did. It did. <laughs> Just and it just went on and on and on and I just I could not stop. Yes. Cackling. Oh, I'm glad that, that I, as awful as it sounds, I'm glad you had to go back to the save point because you died to those uh the <laughs> married dog couple so that you could re experience lesser <laughs> dog for real. Oh god. Oh god, that was amazing. <laughs> Hey guys, as you know, I'm part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, and I wanted to take a moment to introduce you to a couple of other great Rocket Club shows you'll want to check out. Fellow survivors, Vault 76ers, patriotic Americans, this is Lieutenant Colonel Valeria of the New Enclave. Follow our stories as our cast of characters emerge from the White Springs bunker to face an uncertain future in an Appalachia overrun with monsters. But as I always say, the wasteland isn't going to tame itself. Join us here on the Modus Files. We can be found on any Enclave-sanctioned network, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Keep your Pip-Boys handy and listen for further instructions. Valeria out. Long gone are the days where people sing about West Virginia as almost heaven. After nuclear war and disease, it's far from heaven now. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story podcast, is a tale of survival, conflict and hope set in the Fallout 76 game world. Join our survivors on their journey to reach that almost heaven once more. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon and many other great podcasting apps. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story, available now. Hello, this is Charlie Transmutation coming to you with another PSA announcement. No, Charlie, this is a commercial. What? Crap. Nobody told me that. What are you supposed to do in this thing anyway? Well, Charlie, I'm glad you asked. This is the part where we introduce our new homebrew 5e D&D podcast, The Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit, where we explore the homebrew world of Altaris using homebrew rules and homebrew material from the Dungeon Master's Guild. Eh, sounds boring. I'm out of here. See you later, Charlie. We hope to have you guys come check us out soon. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello there. This is Mr. Tittles. Coming to invite you to join us on the Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. A live play Call of Cthulhu podcast where we explore the dark dangerous, unmysterious aspects 
of the Mythos. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you soon. <laughs>
And that's why the, that's the only time he will fight you is when you're doing genocide. Is he's right. made that promise to Toriel. And this is the only time he can protect you for that. Yeah. Which um the consequences of genocide last through every playthrough then on forward. Wow. Uh so if you try to get a happy ending after that mm -hmm. uh everyone dies in the end anyways. Oh, yeah. You're not allowed to have a happy endings because your sins are crawling on your back. Yes, I saw that line was just like whoa that is Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And despite how Sans is like, I say he's the strongest because he's giving the most effort during that mm -hmm. moment. Um, but yeah. his attack is one. Yeah. Uh, and he, I think his health is also like defense is also one. Huh. That, but he uh, it, it's that big slash at the end it's like it hits for like ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine yeah. or something too it's like massive overkill yes um it's that that's because um you've gained um level of violence and um mm. the more through undertale I'm just gonna explain this real quick before I go on a complete different tangent <laughs> yeah um go ahead level of violence, when you have more of it, the less you feel when you kill someone. The less you have, the yeah. more you feel for other people. Uh, that's one of the major things that Undertale has taught me as a whole, um, is the more you hurt others, mm -hmm. the less you feel pain. Um, and the, the more you um, help others, the more you feel love but it's easier to get hurt yeah i mean that's that's such a common theme across literature too though um, yes yeah. it but... sorry I didn't <laughs> no no it, it, it's it, it's a beautiful <laughs> game i have that's one major thing i see throughout that um and i remember i was i was trying to tell you um specific locations which i was gonna bring up uh now yeah. um mm -hmm. so through certain playthroughs there's certain chances of certain things happening uh which refer to the third skeleton uh wd gaster who was the royal scientist before alfie's okay uh which no one remembers except sans mm. um because he fell into his own creation, which is the core that powers underground. Mm. Uh, and when he did that, he fell in between space and time. So everyone else forgot about him. Uh, I do not know what relationship. I know he's a skeleton. <laughs> so he's, <laughs> he's related to Papyrus and Sans in one way. Um, a lot of people think he's the brother, like the oldest brother, or um, the dad, which, uh, in general, would be heartbreaking for anyone to lose. Yeah. Um, 
but he's he's the lost scientist, I guess. And more ways than one. <laughs> it really speaks to how much is going on in this game. Yes, uh, absolutely. Relating to those themes of love and loss. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> Sans um, gives... The reason why I connected so hard with Sans is because you can see that he's deflecting a lot of uh, stuff in certain scenarios. Um, yeah. Uh, which, uh, <laughs> thank goodness, uh, some people wanted to reminded me to bring this up, was um, uh, dark humor and uh, mm. like using humor as a defensive yes. uh, way of defending yourself from things. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I liked Sans the Pun Master, but um, I think that's his way of keeping others out which has to be hard for him considering even if he did open up it's they're not going to remember it yeah it, yeah it's just all back to zero the next but time yeah that's that's like a lot to wrap your brain around too. Yes. If, if um, you like put yourself in that character's shoes then. Uh I a lot of people uh compare Sans to the view of I believe nihilism and determinism. Uh determinism you say. Yes. <laughs> Which fits closer with uh the the theme of uh Undertale. Uh yeah. stay determined. Yes. Yeah. Is I was <laughs> I was getting so many of those jokes before I started playing, and it's like once I started playing, I was just like, "Now, I oh, now I get all the determination jokes." Okay, got it, got it, got it. But yeah, and you know, you immediately start embracing them yourself, though, because it is such a good. It's the game is so encouraging to you. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> no matter what's happening, stay determined. <laughs> yeah, but I can't fight this battle. No, you can't. Stay determined. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh! What ha- I think what happens um in the the genocide fight with Sans when he's trying to spare you, yeah, uh, he'll kill you <laughs> because that's his way of sparing you is to reset the game. Yeah. Um, but it will say "get dunked on" in <laughs> mm. his voice. Um, which is a whole nother meme that you have to play through to get feel that more. Hmm, okay. But get dunked on hoop. <laughs> um but yeah, Sans I I feel for him. <laughs> I feel for a lot yeah. of the Undertale characters. Um, yeah, I do too. It's it, it's I think one of the things that's really funny, um I mean there's so many things obviously as we've been saying. Um but one of the things that was really interesting to me when I started playing the game is that I made an assumption that turned out to be very wrong um, based on just what I had seen of like the graphics and um, kind of some of the characters that I had seen, you know, illustrations of and uh, the fact that um, uh, my youngest kiddo was really, really interested into it. I thought it was a really simplistic kids game. 
Um, boy, was I wrong. Uh, <laughs> but that was I was I was surprised mm-hmm. when um, you know I, I put out the call for you know who'd like to talk about NPCs and you came back with it. You wanted to talk about Sans from Undertale. And I was like, really? Is there even a lot there to work with? You oh know? my goodness. <laughs> He's probably I was like, okay, well, we'll give this a try. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Incredibly complex. And well, the whole story is, so, the whole game is so, so complex. And just so much is happening. And it's amazing to me that, I mean, granted, I've only had the one playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't get fa- past the final boss. I just, I had to. That's not even I, the I final will, boss. I will eventually, I know. I, I did go back to watch to find out, you know, kind of what happened and give myself a better idea. But um, I will eventually go back. But man, I was just, I, I, I couldn't keep beating my head against that wall. I, I feel <laughs> I that. I was so frustrated. Um, I was, was my, like, oh. my roadblock for that. Uh, my first. Oh adventure. God, remember I was stuck on her for a couple days. Yeah, I, I got really mad after like my 97th try. Uh, <gasps> oh my God. Uh, I set down my controller. I went and watched TV for three hours. I came yeah. back and did it first try. That's not funny. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, because do you remember that? I I beat my head against it for like yes, no. Uh, how many hours that night? And like went and got a different controller. I was like, oh yeah, trying to play on the keyboard sucks. I gotta get a controller. And and I had it was great because you know there there were so many people just encouraging me and and I I think one of the things that people kept saying to me that I really need to hear was this was really hard for me too. Um, I think I said that, and, and Noom said yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of folks did. Um, you know, I remember um, Osiris was in the chat that night, too, and he was saying the same thing. And, you know, all, all these folks that I know and who I really respect as gamers, <laughs> and all of them were saying, this was really hard. And, but also that they had faith in me. And I think that's so interesting because. That's exactly what we're saying, that the game is saying to you, too. Yes. This is really hard, but I have faith in you. <laughs> and that's such a that's such a metaphor for life. Yes. You know? Yeah. This is really hard. It's it's hard for me too. It's hard for it's hard for all of us. Mm-hmm. But I have faith in you. Yeah. I uh out of all the characters, I want I want them all to have their happy ending, and then I want to leave them alone. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I know it sounds... Like, a lot of games I've played, I'm like, I want to come back to this. I want to come back to this. But then I'm like, Undertale is, breaks that fourth wall so hard yes. that yes. I'm like, I, I can't. I can't put you all through this again. Mm-hmm. I want you... To get your ending. I'll re-download the game. I'll re-download the game. <laughs> I'll admit that. I just view it as like I'm making another Undertale universe or something. Yeah. And then I... It's, it's interesting when you say that because like for a moment I just got like this little flash of it. I like it hasn't even really fully formed in my head yet. But this like connect comparison to like... um 
storytelling in the sense of something like never ending story where with this game you can't unless you actually like completely delete everything mm-hmm. it's all still going to be there and speaking directly to you yeah there might be more there that i can't quite pull out of my head but <laughs> Hopefully somebody who's wiser than me can, like, take that idea and run with it. (laughs) I feel that sometimes. (laughs) Um, Yes. uh, Sans is my uh, preshy... What the... Precious skeleton boy. (laughs) I I like preshy, and I think that's a word now. And I'm adding it to my lexicon. And I will be using it. On a regular basis, because I think Preshi is so perfect. <laughs> that was that was not a typo. That was a verbal typo that was inspired. Yes, my um, <laughs> my inability to say words properly. <laughs> I uh, I have so many problems with that. Like a uh, papyrus spelling a lie, Barbie, on the yes, <laughs> that was so cute. Uh, so relatable. Yes. <laughs> When there is no spell check, it's the worst. But when there is spell check, it's also the worst. Yes. <laughs> so, I digress. What were you going to say about how precious uh, Sans is to you? Um. Yes. So, throughout the entire journey, um, I don't think you got to see that one. So you remember when he had the he the at the hot dog stand? Yes. If you just keep buying hot dogs when you have no inventory room, he just uh-huh. keeps stacking the hot dogs on top of your head. With n- He doesn't have you pay for them, though. <laughs> and it gets ridiculous, and it gets super tall. But, like, if you go too fast, it just all falls down. Oh, no. It's a shades of lesser dog. <laughs> yes. Similar to lesser dog. ridiculousness. Yeah. Yes. He is... I d- I'm trying to word this. He's he feels like that character you can relate with because we all have those times where you feel like um nothing we do can uh change anything. Um yeah. we um which is why I bring up nihilism and um mm-hmm. determinism is cuz mm-hmm. he he has like this view where nothing he does matters. Yeah. And as depressing as it is, it's the easiest term he can come, like come to is that mm-hmm. because he even if he tried, it would be simple just to undo it. Yeah, and that feels like so relatable too. And I think that you know whether whether you have depression or not, I think most people can relate to those down feelings sometimes of just feeling like nothing you do matters you know or or that 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 why bother you know <laughs> yeah which is why i want to give him the best ending he can get <laughs> he deserves it they all do they all, they all do, do. <laughs> and i like how uh 
spoiler alert for you, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, We're past there, that point. There is okay. a... <laughs> At the end of True Pacifist, there's this, like, cut scenes mm-hmm. of all of them outside and stuff. And uh, Alfie's and uh, Undyne are dating, and they're at the beach. And I think Aww. it's it's so precious. <laughs> see, see, if Sans is precious to you, Alfie's is 100% precious to me. Understood. Oh my god, I love her so much. <laughs> she She is adorable and i love how she she's adorable out. i know me too i was loving that so much oh my god i was just like i see you i see you alfies <laughs> i might be a super fan of hell of a boss she's a super fan of mad mew mew yes <laughs> oh my hello little comic bird yeah comic book nerd scientist yes who eats garbage <laughs> But like garbage, I mean like junk food and maybe literal garbage. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for bringing Sans and introducing me to Undertale because this is, I never would have given this a shot if you hadn't asked to talk about Sans. And I am so grateful to you for bringing Undertale into my life because it, that was really an amazing experience. And, and really, uh, anyone who's listening right now, if you haven't played Undertale yet, oh my God, go play it. (laughs) It's 15 bucks and free on Game Pass. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's such a, if, if you're an older gamer, it's, you know, it's this nostalgic throwback to games that you probably grew up with. Um, if you're a younger gamer, let me tell you, my kid is just about to turn 13 and he's in love with this game. <laughs> and it's going to surprise you and make you laugh and make you cry and make you think. And it's an absolute brilliant gem of the game. And it is really, really hard <laughs> that I have faith in you. <laughs> So, Saver, if anybody wants to reach out to you, where can they find you? I am Saber1431 on Twitch uh, and at FreezeMachine1 on Twitter, and I am obviously in your Discord. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. So, come say hi, chat about Undertale, chat about Hell of a Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You will make Saber's Day. Yes. <laughs> I, I am trying to build a fan club <laughs> at this point about Hell of Yes, Boss. get it. You can do it. I Stay will. determined. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Pixel People podcast. Check out the show notes for links to the game and characters discussed and to connect with me and my guest. Want to be a guest on the show? There's a link in the show notes for a short form you can fill out and I'll reach out to you. A huge thank you to my patrons, especially my tier two and three patrons, Red and Aperture Flash, and thank you to Elias Ali and Andy Brooks, who created the theme music. You can follow the show on Twitter at PixelPeoplePod, and keep up with FireRider on Twitter, Twitch, and Discord. Enjoying the show? Be sure to subscribe, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd love it if you could leave a review. It helps more people find the show. See you next time.